Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I took a home ec class in junior high. We learned how to sift flour, measure different things like sugar and whatnot. We made peanut butter cookies. And at least that's honestly all I remember that we learned. What I didn't learn all the way through junior high, high school, and even college was a lot more practical skills like how to create a resume, how to open a bank account, how to even interview for a job, how to network, how to job search, really just how, how to work and, and live and, and operate in the real world. Didn't learn any of that. Had to figure it out later and on my own. I graduated in the late 90s from high school and then um, in 2000, I graduated with my undergrad degree. So, you know, Google wasn't around, LinkedIn didn't exist. But what really dumbfounds me is there's a lot of colleges, even really good and the best of universities, that still aren't teaching these basic life skills. They're like, great, you graduated, yay, you got all your credits. Okay, bye-bye now, and <laughs> good luck to you. And then I feel so bad for a lot of my friends who are parents of, of college-age kids now, or even like my nieces and nephews, you know, um, to one who just recently graduated college, they were like, okay, now what? Now what do we do? And and people aren't even sure how to help them. And it's awful, which just, it's crazy. And especially nowadays in this world of ours. Now, to be fair, okay, I'm not criticizing all schools out there. I know that there are schools that have these types of classes or maybe career counselors or have programs and whatnot. I just have not heard a lot of them. And I really, I did just have the privilege to be a guest speaker at Pepperdine and also my grad school alma mater, Biola. And I was really thrilled that there are classes and a lot of professors these days that are taking mental health very seriously, teaching about self-care and resilience and, and taking an interest in their students to help them. But even the best of teachers and professors can't help everybody all the time after they graduate. And so there are a lot of people that are getting their fancy degrees going, I don't know what to do next. And it's not just in the preparation of how do I practically go about finding a new job or finding a job, period, but also the mental health that, that you need to prepare yourself, the resilience, the ability to handle rejection, because it's going to happen over and over again, the, the feeling of loss, the feeling of you know keeping your confidence and having courage and knowing how to have these professional conversations, knowing how to network and all of these things. You know, you learn a great, a lot of great theory in school. And again, I'm a huge advocate for higher education. I mean, I have advanced degrees myself, but it needs to be balanced at, with academia and life skill and real world application and preparation. Otherwise, what good is it truly? So in absence of trying to change school systems overnight, which I'm not trying to do necessarily, but I have such a heart for these young people that are coming into the workforce, especially nowadays, or just trying to find their way. And these are the youngest members of our society, and we should all care about this because they are our future leaders. They're our future workforce. And let's face it, it is a weird time. So let's have some empathy about that. There are jobs, but 
a lot of different ones um, than probably most degrees are applicable towards. There's there's more remote work. And again, not everybody really knows how to handle that or is, is really well equipped for it. There's a lot of grocery food, grocery and food service type of roles because of business closures and layoffs. But then they're also competing with a sea of competition of people who have a lot more years of experience and loaded resumes because of so many layoffs and so many of these business closures and things that have been happening. So it makes it a really tough environment out there. Tough, but not impossible. But again, tough for anybody, let alone when, you know, this is their first entry and entree into the world. So what can we do? So let's take some sips. First sip, we need to empathize with people. I feel like the older that some of us get, we tend to generalize the younger generations for their bad attributes. Like, oh, well, they're just lazy or, oh, they just don't care. or Oh, they're not willing to work hard or blah, 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 on and on and on. They assume all the stereotypes are rule of everybody in those generations. And it's like, what's so sad about that is if you stop and think about the generation that you come from, like I'm a generation X, I'm right on the cusp. I was born in 76 and it's like 77 is like, you know, where, where the cusp is. So I've got some definitely Gen Y, you know, personality traits and such. But so everyone has bad things to say about Gen Y and Gen X and boomers and traditionalists, you know, all, every single generation has their stereotypes. So you don't want people generalizing you shouldn't do it to other people you need to put yourself in their shoes and remember when you were that young and coming out of school and knew nothing and didn't know where to go and had no experience and maybe just a shiny new degree or certification in something and I will never forget I will personally never forget the person who took a chance on me giving me my first entry-level professional job and it was late in 2000 um it was when I worked at Disneyland and to this day, that person's still a mentor of mine, and I respect her so much because I literally knew nothing and um, was very patient, and I have so much gratitude because if somebody didn't take a chance on me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been at this company now for 25 years. I really do look back and just have so much gratitude for that. So why would I not want to pay that forward and help others and, and get, take chances on people, but also just help help them you know anyway we want a multi-generational workforce every generation brings something new something different and you need the long experience coupled with the fresh eyes to get the best product and i don't care what industry you're in that goes for anything and everything i mean that's diversity at its finest bringing diversity of thought and experience and time and everything so we got to get over our little generational weirdness. I don't know why the world loves to be divisive about things. So just stop competing with it and embrace it. Second tip, mentor them. Be a mentor. Look, we all need mentors. In fact, I'm going to do another podcast just about mentoring because I think it's so important for every single one of us because I don't care how long you've been in the workforce. Learning is a journey, not a destination. If you have a growth mindset, you never get there, right? And that's a good thing, not a fixed mindset. So mentor these young people. Help them with their resumes. Do mock interviewing scenarios. Connect them into your networks on LinkedIn. Teach them what you've learned. Help them understand and navigate these crazy worlds of office politics and teach them to ignore anything they were taught, sadly, about a college degree guaranteeing you success. Like the minute you graduate, you're going to be making $100,000 a year that's not true. That rarely ever happens. That's like the negative 2% of people ever. It doesn't. It helps open doors. 
And it helps get you in the door and it helps get your resume seen, but you have to walk through those doors. You have to, in fact, probably beat on those doors a little bit and not every door is gonna open for you. So you have to help them, teach them that more often than not, you're gonna have to start an entry point where you might be making more coffee than money, frankly, and to be humble and to know that the elbow grease will pay off if you show a positive attitude, a willingness to work hard and learn. Be patient and grow. Careers are not up and down. They're zigzaggy, they're diagonal, they're horizontal. And frankly, it's a lot more fun if you think about them this way. And, you know, there are people nowadays with master degrees, so, you know, they're working at Starbucks. It's like, it, it doesn't matter. There is zero shame. There's no job too small. And like Oprah said, sometimes you got to do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. See, my multi-generational friends, some things never change. Third tip. My final tip is directly speaking to this generation and anyone else out there feeling like they're beginning all over again after job loss or maybe just a lot of misery in your current job and really eager to seek out your next adventure. Don't get discouraged. It's going to take time. It will take a lot of rejections, a ton of no thank yous, probably a bunch of you came close, sorry, and it will be easy to take all of these very personally and feel like there's something wrong with you, but there really isn't. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. There are a lot of jobs that get posted and some companies already have an internal candidate identified or they go with an internal candidate or they end up pulling a job or pausing a a position. I mean, there's just so many different reasons. Or there was a particular hiring leader that was just looking for just this particular skill set. So what? It doesn't mean that you're not awesome. It doesn't mean that you don't have a lot to offer doesn't mean that your uniqueness and abilities and capabilities and attitude and everything else that's wonderful about you isn't a fit, and it is somewhere. And the right door, you have to have faith that the right door will open. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it, and sometimes it feels like it's taking forever. But you can't let up. You can't take your foot off the gas pedal. You have to be relentless in your pursuit. Professional, of course, right? You don't want to get too over the top, but... But be bold and have courage. And there's so many great tools out there to help. Least of all LinkedIn, which is amazing and getting more and more active and jobs being posted out there all the time. You know, connect with people. Send people a note. What's the worst that can happen? They ignore you. They say no thank you. You know, okay, that's on them, not you. At least you tried. The job search capabilities now that with online applying has never been easier. You don't have to literally pound the pavement anymore. You can do it all from the comfort of your computer and you can show your best self and your best brand of yourself online. It just takes time and it takes a lot of networking and reaching out and being creative sometimes. And I've had tons of people reach out to me cold that I did not know through LinkedIn and I'm okay with it. I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's awkward. I don't make it about me. And that's what I think a lot of people do is they get all, oh, that's unprofessional. Why are they talking to me? I'm a such and such. Or they shouldn't be reaching out to them because they're fancy title. Why? And I just think that's an awful attitude to have. And frankly, if someone is having that attitude, I wouldn't want to work for them anyway. Empathize. Go back to our first sip. We have to have empathy for everybody out there just trying to figure out their own paths and trying to make their their paths happen, their lives happen, their dreams happen, their goals happen. 
And if it what's if the worst that's happening is someone sends you an email or you send someone an email or a LinkedIn message and you don't know them, what's the worst you can do? It's like, you know, I'm sorry, I don't have time or, I, you know, I, that's not my field, but I wish you the best. Or would it really hurt you to take 10 minutes and just have a, a quick call with them or a Zoom chat or maybe send them a few links to leads or the, the name of your company's website for jobs? I mean, I've done that on several occasions. What does it hurt? I think we need to help each other. And that is what makes the world work. And if you think about your job and career paths, for those of you out there listening, think about the people along the way that helped you or that opened a door for you or referred you or um, suggested something to you. And just think about those moments. And can you do that for someone else? And again, for those of you searching and seeking, you got this. You got this. Just stick with it. And again, it's going to just take time and patience, but don't let it ever, ever make you feel less or that there's something wrong with you if you don't get something or you're not good enough don't compare to other people that is just going to make you like go insane and that and there's no point in that because there is no two of you there's only you and all you have is your story and your experiences and your abilities and capabilities don't worry about what other people have don't worry about oh gosh that job says, I need 10 years of experience, but I know I could do all of the other things. Apply. What does it hurt? Somewhere, I'm sure a recruiter says, Carlin, stop giving him this advice. And I'm like, well, too bad. Because this is the real world, and it's a different world these days. And I think we have to think differently about things. And I think we have to take different actions to make things happen for ourselves. But truly, you got this. All right, so now I'm going to go and order some peanut butter cookies to be delivered from a local bakery to go with my coffee. Sorry, Mrs. Roberson, but the times have changed. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leadersips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.